What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words of Wade podcast, episode 142. You are correct. Okay. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wait for it. Keep waiting for it. Y'all tired of waiting for it? Fuck y'all. Wait, <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Join me as always via Zoom. I tell you what, if you done bought stock in Zoom before all this started, you'd be rich right now. <laughs> Man, <clears throat> look, nobody had any idea. Um, any idea. From the comfort of her own home. That's what I'm going to start saying. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right? I'm here though. Nuss, what is it? Nussled in her domicile. <laughs> I'm here though. Yeah, and it's here though. Yeah, and it's here. The sweet talker, but not the street walker. Ah. Vanessa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <It's not joke. laughs> Stop it. Look, Robbers will hear they be like, oh, no, you're not walking Vanessa. No, 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 no. Um, and of course, doing it all way. From, from his um bat cave. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, one day I'm going to do the video, record the video, and we post it on YouTube so people can see us looking crazy. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. I'll probably do record it in my closet so I can have my sneakers behind me because my wall right here. Yeah, we're going to actually have to do a visual to, to go along with this. One yeah, day. you know, they can see how pretty I am, you know. Okay. One day I'll put some tapestry or something back here. Some tapestry. I'm about to say some tapestry. Oh, tapestry. shit. A tapestry. You know, no, Scandon had the, the biggest background changes. <laughs> Beyonce. Fucking <laughs> around with this. I done updated my, um, my laptop. I should be able to do that now. Let's see. And I should have tested this while we was on the phone for an hour and a half. But, um. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it doesn't work, huh? Yeah, I, I kind of do like the virtual background look. That looked like a Goody Mob video. Nah, uh, um, honey, I shrunk the kids. What the fuck? Scans logo! <laughs> we just go with nothing right now because my computer is not good enough right now. Right, and you can't even see me because of the lighting. So, yeah. But everybody could actually see this. You know, yeah, we've got some pretty. I don't exactly. even know how y'all did that. Um, oh, gallery? Well, once we get off it, we can show you, but you just do the stop, go to the stop video section, choose virtual background. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out one day. But, um, a lot has happened in, in, in the week. Uh, how, how has y'all week been? Um, how are we coping with the um, quarantine week? Um, what um, for me, work-wise, it was kind of long just because, you know, you kind of do roll over and you're there in the bed and then you just get up and go sit at the desk. Um, but it's actually a plus side. I kind of prefer working from home than having to go in that building and uh, deal with people face-to-face. Um, other than that, kind of got on a better schedule with the kids, you know, and doing their schoolwork from home as well. 
Other than that, just taking it day by day. What about you, G? How's things been for you? I found out the local distillery delivers moonshine. I have moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> that is like his, his go-to. That has been his important, the most important news he's been able to update us with. The distillery will deliver to his house. <laughs> Look, it's, man, everybody, everybody got 10 fingers, 10 toes. I check on that every morning. And then the night escapes me. <laughs> the night escapes me. I need you to leave that moonshine alone. Fuck, shit. What do you think I'm sipping on right now? <laughs> Look, they got a hundred proof, and then they got a black label joint. And all you got to do, this is how clean the, the shine is. I mixed it with water. Jesus. That's that's how good it is. Mm. That's how refined it is. I literally mixed it with water. So I'm basically drinking a glass of water with shine in it. And could not taste the difference. I thought you needed some water. Not to add water to moonshine. <laughs> no, 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 no. I went and got some water. Hold on. <laughs> I went and got some water. I want to get some. Let's say you said you need some damn water, not to add in the moonshine. <laughs> got some real water. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the mix with the shine. I'm just mixed with the shine. It was. I didn't mix it with the shine because I already had the glass of shine already mixed. Gotcha. I just still needed some water. It was refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as me, uh. You know, I hate talking about it. It has started. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't, I try not to talk about this, but I talk about it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Unconditional, y'all y'all been here long enough, y'all know that I'm Muslim. Um this is the holy month of Ramadan. So on top of being quarantined, I'm also um fasting, which it sounds horrible, but it's actually pretty easy. Um yeah, it's, it's it's not a big difference in my life. Um, I can't cuss. I, I missed out a couple things. <laughs> See, that's where I would that's where I would fail. I would fail with the cussing, and I would fail with the negative thought. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be my hardest. I don't. I have to give it to you not to have negative thoughts or to say anything negative or write anything negative or post anything negative or even to think. I just that's. I gotta give it to you, like. I'm I think that would be my hardest part. The food part not, wouldn't be hard for me. That yeah, be, the, food, the food part is not going to be hard. I've been drinking water or drinking anything all day until a certain time that I could do. This, is, do. this is how fucked up I am. That call it's the that other thing, I can't. That call that you got, mm-hmm. I'd have took that call. <laughs> <laughs> that too. And I would have I would have just added an extra day after the fact. <laughs> like, oh. Hey, listen, listen. That's you, sir. I don't know. That's- See? Listen. That's, that's, you solid as a rock. You solid as a rock. The I didn't think about it. <laughs> the discipline. The discipline. If you would have right. other people, that, that might have happened. <laughs> yeah, I'd have took that call. I'd be like, what? Y'all, why? Well, all right, shit. So it's supposed to end on the 22nd. All right, then we we done on the 23rd this year. <laughs> Cause, you know, oh, 
Forgive me. <laughs> Forgive me. If it had been two other people, that might have happened. But I was like, you know what? I'm good. I, I can, you know. Say a word. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. It's nice, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah, he's like I, I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna risk that one. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> risk this, you know, what I'm that that one's not risk. That that one's not worth risking a, an extra day. Not worth it. Not That's worth that extra day. That wasn't the three hour drive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely was not a three hour drive. <laughs> okay, nah, B. Um, just forward with me. Forward with me to call next time. <laughs> no, but other than that, um, like I said, my sleep patterns have been crazy. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I've read that's something common now with people being quarantined for so long. A lot of people are sleeping differently, their sleep patterns. So I don't feel as bad. Um, yeah, I'm normally up all night and I'm asleep during like two, three hours in the morning. Uh, like I go to sleep at 10 in the morning, wake up at like 12. And I'm up for the day, which is crazy, but that's kind of life now for everybody. It is, um, it is now, bro. Other than that, yeah, not a big change. I mean, I actually, I go out and start my car like every other day. <laughs> so I get out the house. Like I go start, because you know, you get your car sitting too long. You have issues and all that. So exactly. I go out and start my car. And that's a good point. I I don't think a lot of people understand that fact, like literally, yeah, your car was in good shape, but you haven't been out to start it. There's no fluids running through it. Like, that'll wear on it and just cause other maintenance issues when it's time to jump back into it. Shit, my shit's scheduled for service on the 5th to go get an oil chain. Yo, my oil, I got an oil chain right before all this started. And <laughs> so did I. back all the way because I haven't done anything. Like, I went and got gas. Like, I went and got gas the other day. Gas is like $1.50. So I went and got gas. Like it's gonna sit there for like a month. I'm about to say who who was it you or the somebody said they was gonna go get gas and put their shit in the freezer. No, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like they saving bread and shit. Exactly. Somebody was like, I can't remember who said it, but they was like, yo, gas so low, I'm just about to go get some extra shit and put it in the freezer. <laughs> That's crazy. I guess it's like a dollar, like around the corner from my house. Gas is like a dollar fifty. Right. That'd be the best. That'd be the best part of the day, though. Like I've always been one of those people. Like, hey, wake up, you know, wash the car, get the playlist together, and just get in the car and just ride. But like, literally getting in your car to drive somewhere is like an adventure now. One thousand percent. Right. It's, it's all now you take the long way. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, normally going somewhere, I'm like, I'm trying to get there, get and back. And get the fuck back like, nah, I'm taking the scenic route. <laughs> I definitely, listen. Look, we're not doing shit else. I went to the store, because um, I order groceries. I've been doing this forever. But they never get it right. So, like, when I get meat, I still have to go out and go to the store and actually buy meat. So, I went to the store, and the, the store is maybe a 10-minute drive from my house. I swear it took me like a half hour to get there. I took the long way, just drive, just cruising, just driving around. Oh, it's so nice outside. There's no traffic. It's like, I'm chilling. That's the other thing. That is the other thing. The one time I had to go in the office, 
it normally takes me about a good 20 minutes to get to the office. I got there in like 10. Yeah, no traffic at all. Um, and, and trying to avoid the news, every day on the news is something different with the corona. Like, I, I, my, my daughter, my daughter's thing for asking me questions because in her head, she knows dad knows everything. So if I have a question, let me ask dad. So, but it's so many contradictory reports we get every day. Like, there was a report where someone stayed in the house the entire time and still got a coronavirus. The coronavirus can live on your feet. Um, it, you need to spread 13 feet from each other. It can last 72 hours. Like, there's so many contradictory reports we get that it's, it, I told her, stop watching the news. Like, it's like they're fear mind. They're telling you right. anything just right. to be scared. Right. Like, can't even sit in the house anymore. Like, you, it can get you in the house. Yeah, it can get it, I was about to say, it's going to jump through the window and get you. Yeah. Like, it's so many different reports. And then one report, and I talked about this, um, how they, they came out today, and I posted this on my Facebook. So, Uncut Nation, if you're not following me on Facebook, First off, what's wrong with you? Second Shameless off, following plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> I posted this on my Facebook where it was announced that um, hospitals do get more money for every um, patient they diagnose with the coronavirus. And I said this before because I know what happened, it happened with my oldest child. When she was in school, they diagnosed her with ADHD because each in school, the, stu- school, the schools get a thousand extra dollars for every child they diagnose. Yep, scam. Scam mentioned it on the um. If if it wasn't the last episode, it was the episode before that, when we was when we was about to get into the conspiracy theory episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they actually came out with a news report. Like I said, I posted it on my Facebook, so y'all go check it out. It's probably on my Twitter too or whatever. But yeah, they actually get like an extra. It like it doubles the amount. Yeah, doubles. they get an extra money just to handle the actual issue itself. But like I was saying. Every time they issue somebody or say that they diagnose someone that they have it, they're diagnosing some people that don't even actually really have it. They just have some type of regular like spring flu or some other cold that's going around that every time the season changes, we all know we get sick of some sort. So instead of going through the full process and using actual supplies that they're given to take these type of tests, they'll just diagnose someone, give them something, and they don't even have anything to give them, like we said already. So... It's money that they get to put in their pocket. That's the bad part. Pharmaceuticals making money again. The hospital gives extra money for it. And then at the same time, they're not even able to really treat everyone fairly as though they need to. That's just really what that is. And then it came out, there was a press conference where there was a lady, and I can't remember her name was at this point, and I should have had the audio prepared for y'all, but there was a lady who actually broke down that if someone, how they diagnose um, deaths with the coronavirus, that if you die for whatever reason it is, and they found you have coronavirus, they're gonna put your death as related to coronavirus. So you could be in the hospice on your deathbed, but you got coronavirus and you die, totally unrelated to corona, but they're gonna say, hey, it was a coronavirus death. And what would be the point of that though? Probably more money. And That's but the point. more fear mongering as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so I guess a funeral the home that they take in some type of body that has the virus. We don't know whether they would get some type of tax write-off or additional money from the state for handling bodies that actually have um, been diagnosed with the virus, even though that's not why they passed away in the first place. So yeah, once again, everything boils down. They double bag you. They double bag you. If you got the, uh, if you pass from the coronavirus, they double bag you. And it's no weight, no nothing. The family can't see you. None of that. It's 
from the hospital to being double bagged to in a, a sealed coffin and dropped in the ground. That's it. It is no in-between, no memorial service. Like, you can have the service, but you're not present at the service. Right. So it, just, it just goes to show, like I said, it's fear-mongering. They're, they're increasing the numbers of deaths, so it sounds like a bunch of people are dying from it. Just, like, if I get in a car accident, and I, knock on wood, and I die because of the car accident, but I have corona, they're going to say, hey, he died of corona. Right, which is incorrect. Or it's, or it's going to be some spinoff of it, like, you know, he wasn't in his right mind driving the car during the car accident because he had the coronavirus, Like They're going to tie that in some kind of way. It's going to be ridiculous. Well, it is ridiculous. It, it, it is. It's, it's, it's really sad and unfortunate. Like I said, I told my daughter, like, don't, don't even watch news no more. Try to avoid because every day is something different. All it's doing is scaring you. Right. Right. And then we had found out Thursday, I found Thursday evening it was, we got the report that hip-hop lost one of his own. Um, yeah. We lost um, Brooklyn Bronx rappers. Bronx, right? I want to dis- dis- disrespect the man's legacy here. Um, Fred the Godson. And I know a lot of people may not be familiar with Fred, but listen, if you're a hip-hop connoisseur, you know you know Fred the Godson is. Like, yeah. he's not, um, he may not be um, the biggest rapper in the world, but if you're a rap fan, if you're a fan, a fan of bars, if you're a fan of lyrics, punchlines, witty metaphors, hip hop is the essence. You know of Fred the Godson. You know about Gordo. You definitely know. <laughs> um, I remember when he first came out, and unfortunately, this happens with every plus size MC. The comparisons to Big. Mm. But just mm. me, it's a different rapper. You know what I'm saying? Just a different type of rapper. Like, and I, and I hate, to, I hate to do that. But if you, if you're if you've never heard of Fred, if this is your first time hearing the Fred from this coronavirus or from us or whatever, go to go to YouTube, look up his videos, look up his Instagrams, look up his freestyles. Like Fred was nice. Motherfucker. <laughs> he was nice, like definitely was. Like I didn't I didn't get I didn't get as I wish I would have got into Fred earlier. But I had heard heard about him, listened to him, was like, okay, he cool. It wasn't like I dived into him and like researched them but like after the uh hot 97 freestyle that he did with funk flex when i heard that joint i was just like oh my god is 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 a rap is is about look he he ain't playing no games with nobody it's about to go down yeah so um, then the gordo joint dropped and then unfortunately this yeah, it's sad because um, unfortunately, there's a bunch of New York rappers that are super nice that most people may not hear of. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he's one of those like, like, I don't want to say the flag bearer, but he's like one of those guys that you should, if you like rap, you should really listen to it. Like, if yeah. you're a fan of rap, <clears throat> but I know what you mean. It's like one of those the 
kind of like the cliche phrase, who can bring New York back? Yeah. He was he was definitely on that list. He he was among those contributors that's like, I right, this is what New York's supposed to sound like when it comes to rap shit. And he, 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 he carried the flag very, very well. Yeah. So Rick was, um, I've always liked the themes of his music. You know what I mean? Like his last project was God Level that we I played a little earlier for y'all. Yeah. Like stuff like that. You know, I've always liked the themes of his music. Um his his flow, his delivery. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the biggest friend to God son fan because, of course, we all hate when someone does that. You know, they pass. Everybody's like, oh, I knew him back then. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> no, I will say I've known of him. And I've, I've actually posted his music on Uncut Magazine before. So it's not like I never heard of Fred. Fred was really, really nice. Yeah. And I was telling somebody the other day, like, with this coronavirus, and I'm, again, knock on wood, I haven't known anyone personally that's been affected by the virus, but it's always somebody like, like this person I know, their cousin or their mm-hmm. aunt. It's always yeah. something like that. And, and for I've, me, had, I've had the same experience, and that's close enough to home for me. Yeah. For me, Fred feels like someone I knew. Like, there's no third party. So, like, I knew this person, they knew Fred. Like, no, I knew Fred. Yeah. It, 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 it's like you. That's that's cl- that's the closest I need to get. Like some people still run around joking, oh, and it's it's crazy. Me and my mom was having a conversation about, and you know, of course, we get off on the tangent how we always do. Uh, but you know, with Atlanta opening up and all of that, it's just mm-hmm. like people are getting pulled into a false sense of security because they don't see no bodies in the street. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's nothing going on. It's, it's, let's go. We can go outside. No, no. Chill the fuck out. It's just right. like idiots protesting that <laughs> they, they want to go outside. They can't, like, we're sick of staying home. You can't quarantine us. Like, why are you protesting? Let's just stay home. Just get it over. I don't. I have, I have a couple of shiny new toys for when martial law hits. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> all people got to do is stay the fuck in the house. They don't want to. Now it's to a point where it's like, legally, you can't keep us in the house. Yeah, they mm-hmm. can. <laughs> that, and that's, that's something that I see is coming to. It makes sense. And and it start to make me wonder, like, are they really people protesting? Look, I've been prepared for this action <laughs> since the beginning of March. We talked about this. We talked about it. Yeah, because I already knew. You, sometimes you just got to know the end result. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those situations you need to know the end result. Or like the 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 in play, like with 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 the actual like all of this was done for them to do what? Yeah. Like this is, look how easy it was made to hey, let's put everybody in the house, let's pass some laws, 
It ain't nobody out there protesting because ain't nobody on the front steps. Because yeah. ain't nobody paying attention. Because everybody, everybody worry about toilet paper. That's what they always do. That's what, so, it's always a diversion tag. It's always yeah. making, you know, are we doing something? Yeah, they all worried about toilet paper. It is always a smoke screen. Definitely. Unfortunately, in this smoke screen, a lot of people had to pass. I, I read something, and it, it's so fitting for this time we're in. It's easier to fool people than to tell people they're being fooled. Damn. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because people are going to believe you because you're telling them straight up. They're going to be like, nah, quit playing with me. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm being fucking serious. Yeah. Exactly. Just like, I feel like they're giving it to us in increments, you know? They're giving it to us in increments as far as what we should expect. And what and, I, the one thing I, I really yeah. don't like about this is how they're saying we need a, um, we have a, um, a vaccine coming. They already had the vaccine. Why do we need a vaccine? The vaccine's already been here. But China survived their thing without a vaccine. So why do we need the vaccine? Because they already had the vaccine. They paid money for it. Mm. It's already been patented. The same way we spend money to go get the flu vaccine mm-hmm. to have the kids uh, immunization shots before, like they have to have a physical before they can go back into public schools. They have their quote-unquote shots have to be up to date. Mm-hmm. So now the biggest virus that has hit probably don't crucify me in the comments for this, y'all, but what, since like smallpox? Probably. Now it's like you you think they're not gonna require your child to have a vaccination shot for the coronavirus before they go back to school, whenever schools go back? You don't think that's gonna be thousands of dollars that you're gonna have to pay the medical profession that's gonna go back into the government's pockets that you you have to do that? Or you, or your kid is not gonna be allowed back into the public school system. That's not going to be on the list going mm-hmm. forward. Yep. And one of my, my son's father was one of the first to be like, you know, they're going to want to force vaccine on the kids because they're going back or our son, at least because this is my daughter's senior year. Um, that when my son goes back to school, he's going to have to get back in. He was like, if that's the case, he was like, we may just keep him home for homeschooling. He's like, exactly. Cause I don't want that shit to be forced on him. Like, and, that's really literally being forced on us. That is their way of forcing it to happen. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to pretend that my kids did not get vaccines when they were born. Those first, you know, the time that the vaccines that they need to go to school and things like that, you know. But we are also one of those people where I don't take my kids for a flu shot. Yeah. I have, and they have gotten extremely sick after being put on the flu shot. And we've gone two, three years without doing flu shots. And they ain't got sick. And they never get sick. If they did, they had like the little minor cold, you know? 
my son will have his moment where he'll get sick, where he'll get real hot, a little slight fever, you know what I mean? They don't want to do nothing all day. They just sleep all day long. And now the next day, boop, he pops up like nothing happened, you know? But with the flu virus, when he gets that flu shot, my son's down for days. Then it gets passed around the house. You know what I mean? Exactly. After he gets it, and she gets it. After she gets it, I get it, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, bottom, so. Bottom line for any of Uncut Nation who's uninformed about what typically goes into a vaccine the actual virus is in the vaccination. Exactly. They introduce it into you in a small increment to cause your body to react naturally to it, to fight it off. So basically, all they're doing is saying, hey, go ahead, get this. Fight it off, and if you can't, come see one of us and pay us more money, and we'll give you something else to treat it. There's always more money in the treatment than in the cure. There you go. That's, that's what the medical profession is based on. <laughs> the me- And I hate, fuck it, I don't hate to say it, it's the fucking truth. The medical profession is not designed to cure anything. It's designed to assist you in pacifying it. Mm -hmm. It's, like you said, there's no money in the cure. Anybody that's out there listening that's dumb enough to still believe that there's not a cure for AIDS, it's a cure. And and I know this from firsthand experience that the the way the United States medical system works is they're not going to fix whatever the issue is. They're going to treat it so you can live with it. Exactly. I know people in the medical profession that have let me know that even if you just go to the ER for whatever, or you go to the doctor for whatever, they have to keep you there for a certain amount of time to be able to send paperwork over to your insurance company for your insurance for your insurance company to pay their half that they get that 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 institute or facility gets their money. You have to be there for a certain amount of time. Otherwise, they're not going to honor the insurance claim. Mm. I found this out from somebody in the medical profession. Yeah, my, my baby sister, my youngest sister, shout out to her. She's a nurse. She's actually a nurse. I talked to her um, the other day, and she was just saying, you know, stay home. She's like, stay home. Even if, even if you feel sick, like you think you can stay home. Unless you're dying, do not come to the hospital. Because yeah. you're likely you're going to come to the hospital and you're going to catch it there. Look, I literally, I literally, tomorrow, I had just my regular physical setup. I rescheduled that shit. <laughs> I called and rescheduled. She was like, oh, no, no, we will, we'll, we got some in May. I was like, do you have some in June? 
Well, speaking to that, I'm gonna have a friend that works for um, Child Protective Services, and she said they were advised to stay home until July 1st. See, you know, our stay at home order in Virginia is June 10th. Right. So when she said, yeah, you know, I got some in June. I got June 1st. I said, do you have anything after June 10th? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, y'all, look, it's not a game. In the words of Wyclef Jean, I'm gone till November. <laughs> Cut the shit. Cut the shit. Look, I, look, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Like, like the post I put up. I am not stepping out to worry, to concern myself with the economy of the United States right now. Nope. My ancestors have already done that. I am staying in as long as I can. Yeah. Look, y'all got me all the way fucked up. (laughs) All the way fucked up. If y'all think... I'm about to be the test run. Oh yeah, I don't care what they open up. I don't. I'm. I'm not going nowhere. And my oldest daughter has asthma, so she's more susceptible to this. So I have. To, I'm extra precautious on what I do. Like she's sick of me with hand sanitizer every five minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but that's real life though. That's that's what it is right now. I'm I'm an introvert anyway. Yeah. So. Again, this is kind of regular to me to a certain degree, but best believe it will never. That's the fucked up part about it. It will never go back to how it was. Oh, yeah. We're forever changed. And I've, I've heard that they're talking about this may be a seasonal thing. Like, you know how there's flu season? It may be like Corona season. Like so, Idris Elba suggesting that we quarantine for a week to remember it's probably going to be a thing. Now it's going to be, now it's going to be on the calendar. Daylight savings, Corona quarantine week. Corona quarantine week. Just like we have to do the remembrance of 9-11 every year. Yeah. And, and it's pros and cons in it. With that, it's pros and cons. So, like, I look forward to when it goes back to we can get out. Cause I think we're all going to have an appreciation for being able to get out again. Like, I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. But this can go on for a year, and I'm fine. Like, I'm really like I'm a real life introvert. I can sit. Yeah, here like, this is this, this hasn't been bothering me at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, you know, I am not a. I can be perceived as a social butterfly, quote unquote, as as people say, but I am perfectly okay in the crib. Yeah. I have everything I need up until July. <laughs> I again have some shiny new toys. <laughs> and if it comes down to it and we down look, if I gotta if I gotta do that Rick. <laughs> you know that that Walking Dead. Yeah, episode, it is what it is. I know how to do that too, but it's 
we really have to do the conspiracy theories, yo. Let <laughs> me bring it back here. Let me bring it back for a second. Because it's like, oh, it's so many. It is so many outcomes from this. Now, I want to bring it back for a second because we kind of skipped over this. We talked about how we don't know anyone that's personally connected to this. It's always like a separation of one or bad one. But then Fred was kind of that one. But now we also have Scarface, Houston legend Scarface. Right. Um, you know, he was diagnosed with it. But um, it was recently announced he's been put on dialysis um, yeah. because of the disease. And again, if you know hip hop, you know Scarface. Scarface is arguably one of the top 10 rappers of all time. Um, yeah. And arguably the king of the South. Yeah. And- the only thing that disputed that um, was the phone conversation with him between him and T.I. When he flat out told T.I., you can have the title. I don't want it. So, yeah, like, Face is a staple in music, period. Now, his dialysis concerns me because from personal experience, I know people that have been on dialysis and I know what happens. You know what I'm saying? Not saying he can't recover, but normally in my experiences, when they go on dialysis, that's it. It's, it's coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I know we've had other rappers that have had the coronavirus, like Slim Thug had it and he recovered. Um, but losing faith. I about to say Slim Thug recovered and dropped a whole new album. Yeah, yeah. But prayers to face because I can't really see. You know, it's it's certain rappers have been there forever. Like for me, Scarface has been around as long as I've been in the rap. You know what I'm saying? So for there to be a moment, even if he's not active right now, for there to be a moment where we have to say. I don't, even say it. Yeah. I don't even say it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like it's I, I completely agree with you. It's like it's certain is is certain pillars in the hip hop community as far as how it's structured that it's like, well, what's after that? Faces one of them. It's like who holds the weight that face has? No one. Especially from the South, I can't think of I mean you want to give that cash of course T out, whatever, but it's it's right. not the same. Right. It's 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 like Off the top of my head, quick comparison. It's like T.I. is Jay-Z of the South. Um, But Face is like KRS-One. I can can understand that. So it's just like I, so cool, cool, bet. You got it, you rocking, so on and so forth, but After that moment 
like that passing happens, you hold a different weight than this than this pillar. It, sorry, and I don't mean that as no disrespect to anybody. I don't, I, I I truly do not mean any disrespect to anybody, but that is a that is a different weight that he doesn't hold. I don't know anybody down south that holds the weight when it comes to that music. The only the only other person that I could say holds or try to tag in on that would be Bun B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a but I still feel like Faith has more. He does, in my opinion as well, he does. But and, I think Bun would be the closest. So you may, yeah, you and I feel like, you know, of course we'll get crucified in the comments for that. <laughs> but, yeah. um, I mean, sh- hell, if Pimp C wasn't gone, then I would have said Pimp. But because Pimp is gone, that automatically passes the Bun. Yeah. And yeah. out of everybody from that generation or that type of caliber of MC, if 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 nobody after face could do that, yeah, but I, can't, I can't think of anybody. Now that you mentioned, I can't really think of anybody. That's in my opinion. That's it. I'm pretty sure you know everybody's going to have a couple comments here and there, but on a on the level and the playing field and the notoriety that face has, I don't see anybody else. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I can't think of anybody. I really can't. Now that you mentioned that, I really can't think of anybody, but let's bring it back. Cause I don't want to disrespect this, um, the star these people were talking about. Cause it's a serious thing. Uh, First, Scarface, if you're out there, please get better. Please. You still need face around. Face, please get better. Please. I want to send my condolences and prayers to the family of Fred. Um, Apparently, I think we talked about this last week. His wife was told he probably not, we probably won't make it. Right. Um, So, and he was Fred going, what, 35? Yeah, like 35, 36. Mm. It's too set, too too quick to go, too soon to go. If you're a fan of Fred or you want to be a fan, I'm not gonna be one of those people that hey, like I said earlier, hey, you didn't listen to this person before, so why listen now? Nah, if you're a fan and you want to find out, download his last project, God level, any project, go to YouTube, type him in, listen, and show appreciation for it. Again, the hot ninety-seven freestyle. Yeah, the hot. I posted it on my Instagram. Um, he fucking spazzed on that shit. Yeah, that he had a swear in the morning freestyle. He spazzed on like, yep. Fred was nice, and it's sad that the world is going to hear him this way. But Fred was really nice. Um, so rest in peace to Fred, the godson, and everybody who left. Please continue to take this seriously. I'm seeing YouTube videos or Facebook videos of people at house parties in masks. That doesn't change anything. I feel like we're not taking it serious enough, and that's the problem in our community. This, that's one reason. This is the crazy thing. 
It's only April. Yeah. It's only April. Remember in January when I said about two thousand. Only April. <laughs> only yeah. In January, you was like, "Look, I'm." Can we restart the year? <laughs> I said it in January. Twenty twenty has been a bitch this year for real. Yeah. I need her to fucking cut it out. Bruh, it has been crazy this year. This year, this year has been nuts. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just hoping the, the typical Leo in me says, I hope this is over by my birthday. Um, <laughs> but I just hope everyone comes out healthy. Uh, it's just been a lot. Please take care of yourselves. Take this seriously. If not for you, for your family. If you don't care about you, care about your family. Because you would hate to lose someone in your family based upon your recklessness. Like, hey, this is not serious or nothing, but you catch something and pass it on to someone in your family and then look how you feel. So take care of your, take care of yourself, your family, take care of each other. Stop going to house parties. Yes. Just stay home. It's I not- know people are bored. Invite two of your friends over and that's it. You don't need to have 20, 30 niggas at your crib to kick it. And if you do, do a virtual party. Believe it or not, the shit is a lot more fun than what you think it is. And actually, we spend, us just alone here, we're words away, we spend at least an hour and a half doing nothing but talking before we start recording this yeah. for you guys on video. Yep. Trust me. You, yep. can just, you can do the same thing. Put on some fucking music, put on some disco lights behind you, and have a drink or two. Play some drinking games together on video chat. This shit is fun. You just can't touch each it other. Is. All right. You'll be okay. If you're really feeling freaky, you know me. Set yourself on video. <laughs> and you that, that's that's the thing. Well nobody catch nothing. Look, that is the thing. That's about as safe as sex as you can get right there. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to give you any type of suggestions to get you through the time of need right now. (laughs) FaceTime duo, Marco Polo, Zoom. (laughs) Uh, I like Marco Polo. That's a pretty cool one. Because you can record and then you can decide whether you want to keep it or not. And then they can look at it when they're ready to look at it, and they'll respond to you when they're ready to respond to you. Exactly. Marco, Marco Polo, and you cool. can even show like little emojis and everything. Yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. You can keep the video, you can delete the video. It doesn't yep. matter however you move. Yeah, the Marco yep. Polo is pretty dope. And I forgot about Marco Polo. Yeah. And for y'all, and for y'all smart dumb motherfuckers, <laughs> Instagram has been had a video chat. Facebook has been had a video chat. Yeah. And again, for you smart, dumb motherfuckers, jump back on Snapchat. Yeah. For you dumb motherfuckers, go back to Skype if you have to. Fucking well, Skype still around? Well, well, Skype sold it, and it's something different. It's something different now. I forgot what the new name is. I don't know. The, well, I know our job still uses Skype. So. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's still the same premise. It's still It's still the exact same premise. But, but G, I don't know if you noticed it. In, in our old group chat, it's integrated with Skype now. I saw that. I saw that before I closed it out. Yeah. I saw that. It, it has a whole different icon sitting yeah, right yeah, beside yeah. it. It's just like, oh, y'all finally caught up. <laughs> right. Too bad. So sad. Bye bye. <laughs>
<laughs> video conferencing is now becoming the way of the world. Like this is going to be more more commonplace. Look, um, whenever the outside opens up, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to be inside. Most likely. For a little while, like, at least for a little while. Like this, this is this is common for me. You know, uncut nation, y'all know I've been on, on the satellite for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a meme. This, this is like um, when they come out with a new iPhone. You wait a while just to make sure all the bugs and stuff are out before you get it. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. When they open outside again, I'm still gonna wait a while. Yeah, let y'all figure it all out again. I think around July, August, September is when the majority of people are going to start coming out. Again, I'm gone till November. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right to me. Yeah. I don't think I'll be coming out until probably right before winter, if that. I may pull my head out for my birthday. That's about it. And you know, I got a birthday coming up too in July. Yeah, yeah. So... I don't know what that's going to be like either. You know, I didn't plan on really doing anything major, but at least whatever I had planned on doing, I could still do it if I want. Cause I only plan on having maybe like four or five people with me at the crib. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Put some food together on the grill. You know what I mean? Take my ass back in the house, get that big screen going. I got my own disco light. Trust me. It goes to music. I know how to have my own fun in the house <laughs> without it being too many people at the same time, you know? So, so yeah. You know what's funny? I've been having the urge to get a tattoo. What like in the last week, I've been wanting to get some ink so bad. But you've been wanting what? Get some ink. Get a new tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah. So do I. And it's funny because uh, my my daughter came across someone who uh, actually does tattoos and does great work for great prices too. And I'm like waiting. I want to wait until all this is said and done. Don't get me wrong. I know they use fresh tools and this, that, and the third. And, you know, this person even makes house calls, but I just don't want you in my house. Like, I don't want to go from, I don't know where the places you went. And then it could be carrying around with you. It's like, that's the sad part. The little things like that that we have to take into consideration. Yeah, definitely. And I, Like, I need a haircut, but I know people make house calls for, for barbers to come to your house, cut your hair. But it's mm-hmm. the same thing. Like, I don't know where you've been. I don't want to come to your house. <laughs> right. We just yeah, got. I know for the people who are, uh, especially for the guys who need like their haircuts and beards cut, I know their struggle is real. Mm-hmm. And for all those ladies who always had to go get their hair either done at the hairdresser, I feel for y'all too because uh, I can only imagine y'all must be looking real rough right now with that. But let's continue on the rundown here. I want to get into the next story. The person who's still doing hair, makeup, cutting hair, eyelashes, manicures, pedicure. The what mortician. about them? <laughs> the, the fucking funeral home, the fucking mortician. <laughs> y'all, go ahead and run out there if y'all want to. <laughs> Just sit down, y'all. Just sit down. It's not that hard. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. So let's continue on with the rundown here. Um, the rundown. <laughs> haven't said it in a while. Uh, <laughs> Kanye. Mm, it's been officially. <laughs> Kanye is officially a billionaire. A, a billy. And he, filed, and he filed bankruptcy when? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um, 
has been within the last five years, if I'm not mistaken. I'd agree with that. Um, he filed bankruptcy within the last five years, but now he's a billionaire. But I've heard you that too. most people <laughs> You too can pimp the system. But um, um, he announced Forbes announced that he was officially a billionaire when they released their their annual billionaires list. He's listed at three, well, one point three billion. Um, he actually texted Forbes and told them it was actually three point three billion. Yeah. Um. First of all, the arrogance of that. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 not ignore the arrogance of that. Is I understand that's a milestone. I truly understand that's a milestone. But for you to go up to the spotlight director and start controlling the spotlight to specifically shine it on you for that accolade, it's typical Kanye shit and very, very and very, very fucking corny. It didn't, it, it, like you said, it's typical Kanye. It didn't surprise me that he did that. Like when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like Kanye. Like yeah. I wasn't surprised. But it, they're saying it's mostly attributed to his shoes, Yeezy shoes, which is crazy because I don't have a pair of Yeezys and I'm a sneaker guy. I don't have any pair of Yeezys. I don't, I've never put a pair of Yeezys on my feet ever. And I don't know anybody with any Yeezys either, but. I don't either. Somebody's buying this shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anybody who has any has any Yeezys either. And I know a lot of sneakerheads. I know I know people who are like really into sneakers, and I don't know anybody that has a pair of Yeezys. So they're, they're saying they're really saying that's basically what it's based upon his shoes. His, well, not just the shoes, the whole clothing line with them. Well, first of all, I I don't know a. Even further still, <laughs> I don't know anybody who's ever had on a garment of his. <laughs> yeah, I will confess to having the, at one point I had the Red Octobers when he was with Nike, but this is this money here is all with the deal money, which I mean. I, I, I don't know anybody who can pull a tag and say, yo, just that new Yeezy line. Yeah, I don't. Sorry. They're saying, I'm reading the report here, they're saying he makes 11% royalty on every Yeezy sold. 11%. Um, that's still a lot. Um, yeah, I'm about to say, that's a, that's a great percentage. That's probably how it happened. <laughs> that's probably how it happened. Yeah. It's because his percentage of that he gets off any sale is so high. So it doesn't have to be a lot of sales because of his percentage. But again... You know, I don't walk in certain circles. I'm not around people who are willing to spend $500 for a hefty trash bag that got holes cut in it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, um, I can find plenty of shirts in fucking thrift store and cut holes in them. I'm just saying. Exactly. So, well, they broke down the, the his wealth. Say so he has seventeen million in cash, thirty-five million in stocks. Um, his his home is fourteen million. Good music is worth ninety million. 
So when you add all these things up, <laughs> this is the G face. <laughs> I was gonna say, y'all. I'm sorry, Uncut Nation. Y'all can't see my face right y'all now. I can't see his face with that chair. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said 90 million in music. He was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make and sense. And Wade couldn't point that shit out, so I'm pointing it out. That shit yeah. was. Because look, I had the same face. Like, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. He was like, <laughs> what? How the fuck? What? What? Since when? Hey, look, man. All it takes is your just take oh your fans, man. Hey. Take your fans. Hey. Okay. Hey, um, somebody buying it. Right. Let's let's be realistic. When was the last time some a project came off of good music? Well, no. Remember the the whole five album deal they had last year, year before thing, whatever. The five song albums. You know, Push had an album. Daytona was almost album of the year. That wasn't last year. That was last year. It wasn't last year. No, Daytona didn't come out last year. That was like the year before that. Yeah, look up when Daytona came out. Yeah, 2018. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't last year. Nothing. Yeah, well, the sneakers. I guess he just living off the sneakers. Nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Nothing from nothing from good music dropped last year. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't. I don't so, know. Um, and honestly, I think Daytona might have been the most recent release. Uh. And I might, I, I'm going to have to look this up. I might be fucked up looking at uh quote saying this right now, but I'm going to look it up at the same time. Um, Shy, the Prince, No Church on Sundays. No, I think that was before Daytona. Exactly. I think the last, I think the last album from good music was probably what, Tiana Taylor's? The original one that she hated, that she publicly disputed that it wasn't done, and that's not how she wanted to release it. And yeah. there, there was supposed to be another one coming that never fucking came out. You talking about that one? Right now. Yeah, that album. That's, I think oh, that's oh, oh, okay. <laughs> the last album from Good Music I'm looking up right now is... Daytona. The Headshot. Jesus is King. Kanye's last album. Really? Yeah, yeah. And that was still... No, that was last year. Yeah. That was like October of last year. Yeah, that was the last album from... Yeah. So he threw Jesus on his back to carry the label. That's what they oh, always do. That's oh, the, there's so you, much symbolism here. <laughs> that's, that's the rebrand. You know, they run a, we talked about that on the show when they came out. It is so much symbolism here. He literally threw the cross on his back to carry his label. <laughs> oh my god! That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh my god! But I mean, I guess in 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 the bigger picture, I'm happy to see a black man that's a billionaire. Yeah. Fuck Kanye. Yeah. Fuck Kanye. I can't say that right now, but you know, you know the vibes. Forget Kanye. <laughs> You can say forget Kanye. <laughs> yeah, you just no, no, that's, that's Kanye. still a negative thought. It's still a negative. That, see, I can't say that right now. So, you know vibes. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I hope Kanye finds peace. <laughs> peace be upon him. 
Right. <laughs> That's what we're saying. <laughs> You used to this by now, G. It's like the third year. <laughs> I am. I am. I am, man. You know I'm a damn show find a way around. <laughs> so continuing on here. Um, Shout out to Bam. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week we talked about, and it was really the, the talk of the internet was the whole Teddy Riley um, babyface battle, the IG versus situation they had. Finally. Finally, it finally happened, um, and and a lot of people, me included, was like, "Where can they go from here?" We have these two legendary acts. How can you top this? Michael Jackson and Prince. That's been the rumor, but <laughs> you can't really do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, the the upcoming rumor by one of these parties himself was um, addressed by Diddy. On 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 Fat Joe's Instagram Live, he has the Jopra show where he's Fat Joe at Oprah. That's what he's doing. Um, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Apparently, it's in the works to have Diddy versus Dr. Dre in the IG versus battle. But that's not fair. So many things covered with this one. They and, are. They are not the same. And I can't be fair in this assessment because Dr. Dre shaped my childhood. I have death row shirts in my room right now. <laughs> like, y'all know I'm biased and I always admit when I'm biased, but I'm super biased right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, so, uncut, <laughs> let, let, first and foremost, we have to put this into perspective. They are not the same. Dr. Dre actually pushes buttons and makes beats for his artists to rap on. Diddy is an executive producer, which means he's, for lack of a better phrase, an overseer when it comes to certain things. It's like, I right, look, I want this sample in a beat and leaves the room. So somebody else in there has to push the buttons and actually make, take that sample and make the beat to Diddy's approval. Dr. Dre can actually hear the sample and say, hey, this will sound good this way. Let me chop this up and fuck with it. And has enough I, I guess the I guess the best the best way I can put it, they both have a similar ear. And by that I mean they know which artist sounds good on a beat. Because even though Dre is actually in there pushing the buttons to actually create the beat, which is an art within itself, that shit is frustrating as hell for anybody who has never done it. Trust me, I did it for an hour. I would never do it again. <laughs> that shit is frustrating as fucking. I would spend four to five months writing a verse before I try to make a beat again. That shit is frustrating as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it, all producers, beat makers, whatever you want to call yourself, I commend you. Hats off to you. But they both know sonically 
who sounds good on what. Even though Diddy doesn't push the buttons, he know who to present the beat to for them to rap on it. Because mm-hmm. they're go, they going to find that pocket and they're going to groove and it's a hit. Dre can actually hear it, make it, and give it to them because they're going to sound good on it. But again, they are not the same. They are not in the same league. They are not in the same caliber. If you want to put them on, you know, financial status, yeah, they're going to rank around each other because, you know, they're in the top five of the Forbes list. Mm-hmm. So monetary value, yeah, they do. Music-wise, as far as what they do in the studio, it's not fair. And honestly, I think it's disrespectful to Dre. I don't think this can happen on IG. Because one of Dre's strengths is his, his the crispiness of his sound. You don't get that quality, and we saw that with Babyface and, and, and um Teddy Riley. You don't you don't get that quality on IG. Well, shit, Face had that quality. <laughs> <laughs> face shit was crispy. Yeah, face been crispy. Why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> from beginning to end. Uh, but me taking a step back from my West Coast bias, which is Tips of wine. <laughs> <laughs> you saw I posted that picture, right? Um, here's where I think the battle is, is is not fair. This is where all things being even, because like you said, G, it's a little different because Diddy doesn't produce anything anymore. Um, I've never seen. Um, I have never seen a picture or a video. Well, I've seen like early stuff, like where uh, Big was still alive. Of Diddy actually at the boards. Yeah, well, why Big was still alive? That's what I'm saying. Like a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw those videos. That was like I turn this up, turn that down. Like if you work in the fader, you work in the volume. That's something different. But to actually be in the studio by yourself and pushing buttons. I haven't seen I've him in a while. Never seen Diddy that way. Ever. And if he and and you know, Diddy, my apologies. If you if that has happened, I apologize. I don't want to discredit you un you know with without. But as much as you put out to the public, mm-hmm. I would assume that would have come out at some I mean, point. That makes sense. And it never has. So I'm going to, at this point, based off of your evidence. You make a valid point. Yes. But here's where I say it, it, it becomes complicated because Diddy has an extensive R&B bag. Yeah, his R&B bag is nuts. But Unfortunately, now have an extensive one. Now let's get into the shit, though. Okay. Let's, let's get into the actual competition. Diddy is going to play his hits under his label of course that were produced by someone else like teddy did yeah see i won't get, i won't even gonna go there that wasn't shade though i was just saying <laughs> i won't even go i won't even gonna go there <laughs> that, that's why hey look the baby 
as much as I enjoyed their battle, that shit wasn't fair either. Like, <laughs> it wasn't fair either. I think, um, I think this battle will show something I've said for a long time, the East Coast bias. Because as you said, this is not fair. At all. This isn't fair at all. But no. people want to hype Diddy up to be like, oh yeah, Diddy can win. No. No the fuck he can't. After he plays Benjamins. He didn't produce. Exactly. <laughs> um, that shit, Jadakiss and Sheik have openly said they didn't like the beat. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I heard Diddy produce a track was I know a girl's like from In My Lifetime Volume One. And you know what the funny part is? It took me a while to actually like that song. The I thing the, one. I like off top. Nah, um, the I I didn't like the beat at all. It took it took me paying attention to what Jay was saying mm. for me to actually like the song. No, you know what? I'm sorry. I take it back. I heard he produced tracks on Jay's American Gangster, but they were so sample heavy. It doesn't. Again, it, it's not a fair comparison. Well, like, no, a lot of American Gangster, and I really wish people would stop leaving that off of Jay's catalog. That's great. That's probably his, his third or fourth best album. Yeah, like that's 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 heavy. That's heavy. That whole project is heavy. Yeah. Um. Dare I say it? I think I shall. So, my opinion, the words expressed by G are none. The <laughs> words of the way Um, The reason why I love it was written so much is because it just is one story. It's mm-hmm. a whole album of one ah, story. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. So, American Gangster is Jay's It Was Written. It w- it's just one story. Like, yeah, I know he auditioned for the role of um, Frank Lucas and wanted to, you know, do the movie and everything. Got turned down. And this was his unofficial soundtrack to it. But he told the story of the movie musically. Right. So I understood the samples, especially because, you know, the samples got pulled from the movie here and there. So I understood why it was so sample heavy. But again, going back to the original point, it's not a fair, it's not a fair matchup. And, and now that we mentioned the samples, I cannot, and Uncut Nation, y'all let me know in the comments, what is the last beat? Under Diddy, we'll say that that didn't include a sample, because that's part of that's part of that's part of his um, cheat code. Exactly. So you don't get in with just a Diddy beat. You get the sample, and you remember the sample. It's sonically you're like, oh, I remember the song, so I like the song now. Yeah. But the last song he did without a sample. Exactly. Diddy, his <laughs> shit. Part of his persona is um. The remix, <laughs> yeah, that is his persona. It's like, uh, it's the it's the remix. Like y'all know the original. <laughs> Here's what I got for you. So I yeah, the more and more we talk about it, I I would love to see it just because of what these two people represent in our culture. Exactly. See that that would be the thing. It that 
I would gravitate to it. It's just because it's it's Diddy and his fucking Dre yeah. sitting down, and I would love to one first and foremost just see the interaction to see the songs that they think of as like their biggest hits and what they would compare to one another's. Right, because once again, it's just not me playing beats. We're actually battling. Right. So, so you go in with this, I got to respond with this. Exactly. Exactly. So that would be the most interesting part of it to me. But as far as the fairness and like getting down to the logistics of it, it's not a fair battle. What might have been a fairer battle? Yeah, it's not a fair battle. In my opinion, Diddy loses already because Dre look at it this way. Dre, as we already mentioned, Dre is already in the 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 same top five Forbes catalog as him. So it's business aspects that go into it. You've had great success. I've had great success musically, financially, uh, sponsoring, endorsements, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So on that playing field, they are evenly matched, quote unquote, to, to some degree. Okay. Y'all have, y'all both have had the biggest artists in hip hop on your team. All of that is evenly matched across the board. Yeah. So with that being said, okay, cool. It's an even match. Now we jump into the technical. I sit in here with me and push these buttons. Can't do it. You know what I think would have been a better match? Got that. I think got that. I think Dre versus Primo would have been a better match. Mm. Well, I get that, but I don't want to take that 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 Primo and RZA battle away because that shit that shit was oh that that was that was life. Yeah, that was epic. But I think skills wise, you know, compar- yeah. comparable comparable skills. Okay, would have been a better match. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, now also something else has been on the internet, not really on the internet. I guess you kind of squashed it really quick. Um. Lauren Hill versus Erica Badu. Badu Badu tried to squash it really quick and was like, "Oh, I'll get pulverized." No, I don't think so. No. I think I think Erica no. got this one. No, 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 fucking no. Anybody who is under the influence of Baduism. <laughs> understands Badu got some shit in the cut and does not just hate Tyrone. Definitely. You know what's funny? I think what, what makes that, that verse is better and more in Erica's favor because of the 20 songs. 
It's 20 songs. I don't think Lauren Hill has 20 songs. She does. Um, she does, but because she didn't really continue to like make music from that point, it would be hard to pick, I feel, 20 songs that are solid 20 songs. I think that's the argument. I don't think she doesn't have 20. Okay. I just think as far as solid, like bring to the table. Right, right. You know what I mean? This is one of my hard knock ones. I don't think so. Because she also did new music with the Fuji. Right. That's created some of her dope music too. So, but that's not just Lauren Hill by herself though. That's a mixture with two other hip hop artists and with her expanding on her hip hop and a little bit of her R&B. But she pushed more her hip hop when she was with the Fuji. Right. It wasn't until she went and did her own thing where she started to show that, look, bitch, I can sing, I can rap, and I can act, honestly. You know, I can act through all kind of three. So. Completely agree 100%. Yeah. So, out of, like, just looking at Lauren's catalog, excluding the Fugees. Mm, Let's see that, sweet. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm Badu. Yeah, it's she like, can pull out 20 solid songs. I know she can. She can pull out 20 solid songs that's her that even if it wasn't like a number one hit single, the shit still hit hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she exactly. still has, has the, the catalog to do that. Look, like I said, if you are really a a Erica fan, if you are a Badu fan for real, the joints that she can throw in there are not on the charts. Nope. Like during the battle, I would expect to hear Money Tree mm. off the first joint. Everybody already know, like, the single off of, off of her verse joint is, you know, on and on. Right, right, right. Everybody expects to hear Tyrone. Right. But, yeah, you see, like, it's something obligatory ones you expect to hear. Exactly. Right. That's that's my and thing. That's, like, if you that's, really that's know the their, Yeah, that's if the you argument. really know their catalog, Lauren is a great fucking singer. She always yes, she is. is. She's a great, she's a great writer too. But yeah, she's been doing she, shit for a long time. She is a great artist overall. Mm-hmm. But she does not have a catalog to stand up to Erica Badu. She doesn't. Yeah, if you if you do the caveat of no Fuji stuff, yeah, no doubt question. But if you include that, because as soon as she dropped Lost Ones, it's it's, it's hurts. Right. Lost drops. Yeah. You know what the look. I'm I'm just bold to say that you can include her Fuji stuff. She can't fuck with Erica. Still not gonna be yeah, the twenty solid. Just solid because she's gonna have hit or misses. Erica is like twenty hits, like you said, back to back to back. So all for the Fujis, the the most known songs that they have is what "Killing Me Softly." Killing yeah. Me Softly, yeah. Uh, what else? What else we got? Um, I'm terrible with names, but there's the ooh la la la. That's literally what it's called. It's called ooh la la. There you uh, go. There's one. That's, that's um off the album, the score. The mm-hmm. funny thing is, 
that was the Fuji second album. Everybody thinks that's the Fuji right. first album. That was their second album. They just had mainstream success with that. Uh, Ready or not? Yeah. Yeah, we, we got three this year. Ready or not? Definitely. We got three of the most hard hidden uh, ones from from Lauren right now. That's off off the group effort. You gotta include lost ones in that. You have to include lost ones. Well, lost ones is her actual album. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm I'm we I'm just trying to get the the Fuji's shit out of the way. So we got three off the Fuji shit. Yeah, no matter even if you just counted them like you just said, you're not gonna find twenty solid ones. You just not. Like and that's, not, that's that, not even meant to like you said it's not meant to be a shot to her. It's just no. there was at some point where she really she stopped doing music. Right. Agreed. It like she really continued to create music and then we saying, nah, you ain't got no solid songs to go up against her. I kind of feel like if she would have continued to create and release and, and continue to do shows and really put her stuff out there, she would have had a chance. Now, can I say she would have probably beat her? I can't say yes or no because I don't know where her head is in music. I haven't heard anything from her for a long time. And it seems a lot of the times we do hear about her having a show or something. For some reason, she had to cancel or the shit didn't pan out. You know what I mean? Now, so, I will say this. I will say this. And this this is just me like paying attention to passion. Even if Lauren Hill would have kept going, she would not be able to beat Erica Badu. Erica Badu has a different level of passion. She has a different level of understanding of music. Like she hears the music differently. Exactly. I'm not I'm not now don't get it confused. I'm not saying she sings better than Lauren or she composes music better than Lauren. It's no, not, I understand exactly what you mean. So, you know, I just want to clarify that for the listeners, but it's she Lauren does not compare to Eric. Erica, sorry. She does not compare to Badu at all. It's 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 a hell of a fucking battle. It would be a great fucking battle. I would love yeah, to basically, hear it. it's a hell of a battle. But we get I would love to hear it. We but actual battle? Nah. Yeah, I was about to say, like, that's the Lauren is the only person you could put at the table with with Badu, in my opinion. Yeah. Again, the words expressed by G are the words expressed by G. But that's the only person you can sit at the table with them is like, all right, bitch, we're going to go song for song. Who else you going to do that with? Who else Who else hears music or has presented music that, that, that way that they can sit at the table with either one of them? You know. No disrespect. Again, this is no shot to anybody, but you're not going to sit Mariah at the table with Lauren. 
Yeah. Yeah, of course not. You're not gonna do that. I wouldn't sit Mariah at the table with anybody right now. <laughs> what do you mean? That's some shade. <laughs> what do you mean? I wouldn't have sat her with anybody at the table a long time ago, bitch. You for show. Stand up here and look pretty, and she said, "I know." <laughs> I know it ain't hitting no more for a oh. long fucking time. I well, no, 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 no. Look, we we can't we can't count out some of the people, you know. Um, hey, I'm not saying Mariah Carey's not talented either. <laughs> talented enough to fucking be up there and look pretty and then get her ass off stage. I don't really foresee her. Um. Ah, uh, you know she's 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 nineties. She, she is nineties. She, she is nineties. Um, we don't need to pull her up for New Year's no look, more. Just hey, don't. look, the Mariah Carey Whitney Houston battle. Yeah, now that's a battle. That would Whitney been will whoop her ass. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Whitney would whoop her motherfucking ass. She would turn her a new asshole. I have always fucking ridiculous. I have always come on, man. When those two, when those two have always been put against each other, I have always been Whitney. Whitney would have always been alive. I always period. Whitney. Performance wise, singing wise, catalog wise, talent wise, all around. You just like getting pretty at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you just like getting pretty at this point, bitch. With your hey, look, hair. look, look, look. Fuck all that. Hey, Whitney, Whitney looked good. I didn't say she didn't. All I said was, at this point, you just a light-skinned pretty bitch at the table. That's all I said. Look. I didn't say Whitney wasn't gorgeous neither. That's a lovely, beautiful, brown-skinned woman. Look, right there. well, Whitney said... I want to dance with somebody. I was like, baby, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's All skin and bones, right? All skin and bones. <laughs> All skin and bones. Her teased hair and everything. everything. With the teased hair, baby, I'm right here. Let's boogie. And I was always a Tina Turner fan myself. I love Whitney, but Tina was always that fine bitch to me. I don't know why. She just had that whole stature about her. You know what I mean? Speaking of Whitney and I want to dance with somebody. Um, it's been announced that the Whitney Houston biopic, aptly entitled I Want to Dance with Somebody, um, is now in production. Um, it's in the works, put it that way. Um, from the same people who made, well, um, a, a film director who did um, the photograph with Issa Rae um, is set to direct it. Um, Pat Houston, who's Whitney's sister-in-law, will produce the movie. Um, no release date on it yet. Yeah, but, Clive Davis is on it too. Yeah, I see Clive is on it as well. Um, but this this may be, hopefully this is the next great biopic, because of course we have the NWA biopic, and that was the standard. Right. So hoping, because as much as I hate to say it, we kind of forget Pac's biopic, because it was trash. But um, <laughs> this one, I hope this is the, the next oh, great one. You're still, it, count that? you're still counting that as a biopic? Oh, no, I'm not. That was <laughs> and, and you know, for me to say that, you know, I've never said nothing bad about Pop. Oh, that was trash. Um, I still have not watched that. 
I watched part of it and turned it off. I was like, yo, this is trash. I have not watched it. I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. It hurts my heart. Especially considering how Notorious was. And Notorious was trash, but it was a lot better than this. Damn. That that that's a hell of a statement because yeah. I I've I've seen Notorious like two times, and I know people in Notorious. Yeah, and it's like okay, that wasn't the best depiction yeah. of them. It's like it's like the Lifetime story. <laughs> the problem with Notorious is when you have somebody make a movie about you, and they're on your side, it's not going to be genuine. It's no, like asking not, my sister not, to make a movie about me. It's not. <laughs> Really that. <laughs> it's like having my sister to make a movie about me. It's going to be a certain way. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. You know, the angle, the angles is going to be different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's only going to betray the good stuff. That's funny. That's why I never got into Notorious. But Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody is in production now. Uh, we'll give y'all more information as that comes available. But I'm now, looking forward to now, it. Now, uncut. Mark my words. That particular Whitney Houston song is about to shoot up the fucking charts. Oh yeah, without question. Without question. That shit is about to be so nuts. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. Oh, that's like about to be the quarantine anthem. I want to feel the heat <laughs> with somebody. <laughs> That is like the coin. That's about to be the quarantine anthem right now. I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. That's that's what's about to happen. That's my fucking words. You heard it here first. Episode. What is this? One forty two. Yeah. One for episode. No, one forty three. I'm sorry. One forty three. Mark my words. Everybody gonna want to dance with somebody. Everybody gonna want to feel the heat with somebody. In the next coming coming months, and by the coming months, I mean for the rest of 2020. Hey, I ain't trying to dance with nobody, but I do want to feel the heat. And crazy, I exactly. <laughs> I, I got a month. I got a couple more months. I got a couple more weeks um, before I can do that. Uh, all right, so start the TikTok challenge. <laughs> Yo, I'm so tired of TikTok. <laughs> I've never seen so many damn grown ups on fucking TikTok now. Look, look. Like, don't get me wrong. I find it funny. There'd be some shit out there that'd be really funny. Like, for real, for real, it do. Yeah. But then some of these challenges, I'd be like, if y'all gonna sit your grown ass down somewhere. Like, you got parents out here popping and dropping it and twerking it all up here with their kids and shit, doing challenges and stuff. Look, my mom is at it again. I'm like, if you don't tell your mom to go sit her ass down with that fucking <laughs> Look. Stop fucking twerking and slapping them fucking inner thighs and meat all over the place. Stop it. Scan. She just want to feel the heat with somebody. <laughs> That's it. She just want to dance with somebody. She Don't get me wrong. I will do the little cute little, you know, little two-step jokes and shit with my daughter. And even then, she don't, she don't be posting that. But that whole twerking shit. Look. That whole, that whole what's that, uh, two live crew in the background? No, sir. No, look, sir. Will look, not. Look. Let. We can make. We can make her viral right now. Tell her make up a dance to the Whitney Houston. Oh, my God. I want to dance with somebody. Put that shit on fucking TikTok. And that's going to pop, huh? I promise you. 
that right. shit is going That's to That's a deal. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to jump. It's going to fucking jump. Wait, you and your girls, y'all make y'all joint. Listen, I tried to do a, um, what's the thing they did? Drake did. I just flipped the switch with my daughters. It yeah. Like, nah, dad. No. No. I actually did one because I'm in a group that. Uh, no, sir, don't 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 do that. Well, I'm in a group and we actually did that, and I have a piece that I actually put together with it. I couldn't put the video together with it, honestly, but you know, I put my little piece and went. From I there. had a different spin on it. See, my spin was generations. I was gonna, it was going to be me in front of the mirror. So I just took the switch and it switched from me to my daughter. Ah. Gotcha. Oh, no, I didn't do that one. I did the No yeah. Rush. The No Rush is the one I did. I want to do No Rush, too, but... that's Hold on. That, that's the that's the Make the Stallion joint. No Rush? Well, it's not no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Um, the No... Yeah, that's the yeah, elbow yeah. joint. That's yeah. the elbow joint. It's when you dress one way, you put something on the camera, and you come back, you dress another way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Uh-uh. He's like, yeah, nah, uh-uh. Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I switch joint. I going to be like, it's a generational thing because I was like, okay, it'd be me in front of the mirror and I just switch switch and put switches my daughter. So, you know, listen, listen to what I'm telling y'all. Do the I want to dance with somebody challenge. We we starting it here first, Uncut Nation. <laughs> Hashtag I want to dance with somebody. Hashtag I want to dance with somebody. It's easier to say it than to type it. That's a long-ass fucking hashtag. <laughs> Look, before we get out of here, I want to touch on one more thing here. Um, we're in the virtual era. Like you said, we want to dance with somebody, and that was another wonderful segue there, G. Um, Thank you. On Thank Tuesday, you. Um, it was announced that uh, starting today, or well, well, starting April 24th, whenever you guys hear this, uh, and going to be for the entire weekend, they have to play on a virtual <laughs> music fest called the Play On Fest. The festival is going to start at noon. It's going to be last weekend. It's going to be um Cardi B, Monet, Anderson Pack, um Burner Boy, Wiz Khalifa, Lil Uzi Vert. They're basically um go to the website playonfest.com or the YouTube channel. You can watch different um concerts. Now, uh, what confused me about this mm-hmm. was why did they need a host? <laughs> yeah. Because literally what they're playing is video footage from concerts that have already passed. There's nothing new. Like these aren't new concerts. It's it's just past concerts that pe the public may not have seen, mm-hmm. but it's video footage of it. So now we we're just going to give y'all the footage of it. So y'all can just sit there and watch different performances. So it's like, so why the fuck do we need a host? It's, right. There's no awards being given out or anything like that. But from even before, even before the episode, when I tuned into it, it was, it was dope. I think just another 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 distraction from what's going on in the world. I, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Um, it's the play on fest. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure that this is going to be an extended thing, so they're going to have more of these. So y'all definitely check those out. 
Um, but this is the first of its kind. So I'm, I'm really surprised they haven't done more. Like, they could have shown more, like, the Up and Smoke tour. You know, they, that should be running on TV. Like, you know, stuff like that should be showing right now to remind people of what to do when we can go outside again. When we're off punishment. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> you said when we get off punishment. <laughs> <laughs> So with that being said, G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Um, it's light this week. It's, it's, it's very light this week. Uh, so we got Alina Barres, It Was Divine, uh, Favio, Favo Foreign, mm-hmm. uh, 800 BC. And this will be the first time that I've ever listened to any of his music. Um, young boy, NBA, mm. thirty-eight, baby two. We talked about him last week. Surprised he's still alive. Um, yeah. Well, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, I'm about to say, even with like he's posted a couple of it. The album art is him and his fiance hugging, and. The stabbed baby mama posted a video. Like she went live and people was asking her about it and her response was, I'm not talking. So as fucked up as this is going to sound, kudos to him because he got both of them to shut the fuck up. I know you can't wait. I know you can't. I know you can't interject. I know you can't yeah, say anything. <laughs> wait, wait. I understand this Ramadan. You can't say anything. Peace be upon him. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it for you. I'm gonna say it for you. He got y'all got in a physical, physical legal altercation. And in, she's just not gonna say nothing. Neither one of them are gonna say nothing to protect him. I don't give a fuck how it gets spent to protect him. So, <laughs> and and I'll leave that. Gonna sound, he got them both to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll leave it there. Leave it there. So, with that being said, this is the time of the show where we get to Scan's vibe. Get them vibes. Vibe. vibe of the week. Vibes. And what is the vibe of the week? The vibe of the week is going to be West Coast Love. Yeah, Body yeah. Oranges. Y'all know me. I'm always for the West Coast, the coast with the most, you <laughs> know, the vibes. This is emotional oranges for West Coast love. Let's go into that right here. I like oranges. <laughs> oh. Yo, 
Freestyle, I was sipping when he's late And he say, can I kick it? Yes, you can, can I kick it? Yes, you can, can I kick it? Yes, we can Emotional oranges with West Coast love. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like you know, cruising in your car type shit. You know, it's starting to get warm outside. You know, I know we can't really go out much, but for that little trip to the grocery store that you make the long route to, mm-hmm, it's a good mm-hmm. heck, I feel like. It definitely felt like a Saturday in Oakland. I like oranges. <laughs> That's how you started it off too. I like oranges. I like oranges. <laughs> right. So that's our show for this week. As I always want to say, make sure you follow us all on social media. Um, scan. We talk up. We talk. Yeah, definitely check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can find us under Three Sweet Talkers. And of course, the show is called Sweet Talk. You can find us on Anchor for free, Google Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. 
And if you ever want to be a guest, make sure you write to us also to 3sweettalkgroup at gmail.com or sweettalk at gmail.com. And be prepared to talk that real shit. That nasty, freaky shit. No, okay. Now we talk about some real everyday, you know, life stuff. The premise of the show is about sex, but we like to uh, talk about a bunch of different things. And if you have any ideas or topics you like to discuss, um, feel free to reach out to us. We love having new guests on the show. Yeah, my episode was pretty, um, it's pretty okay. It was pretty okay. It was yeah. pretty, I was about to say it was pretty okay. No, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go out like I, you know me. I'm a recluse anyway, so I didn't say anything I wouldn't normally say. I, uh, I, had, I enjoyed my goddamn episode. <laughs> my show. I, no, I enjoyed it, of course, but I'm just saying like I didn't say anything like I wouldn't normally say. I didn't, I didn't like you know what I mean? Yeah. Bring yeah. Me out. You know what I mean? I didn't. Well, I enjoyed having both of you on the show, and you guys are always welcome to come back. Definitely. After Ramadan, I'll come back up there. <laughs> yes, you can't be on there now. I'm about to say, in, in the meantime, in between time, feel free. Welcome to come on the show whenever you like again. Of course. Yeah. I love I love the ladies of Sweet Talk. I had a great time. Okay, thank okay. you. Do you have anything coming up? You want to promote before we get out of here? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to stop bullshitting. I'm going to go ahead and put this hunting season challenge out. Um, projects coming up. For AGR, it's at least three, myself included. So I ain't gonna give no titles, give no dates. I'm gonna just say stay tuned because it's about to go down and it's about to get really, really, really fucking serious. Okay. And I'll leave, I, I'll leave it be. Shout out, um, shout out the L's. Dropped a new video on Friday. The No Favors joint. Okay, okay. Um, as far as me, nothing. I'm just living life. Um, yeah, nothing. Just make sure you follow me. Don't say nothing. You getting phone calls, nigga. Don't say nothing. I can't do nothing about it. I mean, it's, it's you know. But, still, but but that's still something. You still getting and and even and even still, that might not have been a long haul where it took in the regular. Like, like I said, man, just the ingredients of that of that pot wasn't you know <laughs> not the ingredients of the pot. Um, you know, and I can't really go into further conversation than than that because you know it's drama. Uh, but he's dead. It's drama, so can't. Like. Those ingredients may have been some, you know. What I'm is sorry. It? I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm sorry. You know. My, <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. My bad. <laughs> my, my uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just make sure, of course, you follow me on all social medias at The Way Blogs. Um, I am back to blogging again for the hundredth time. Um, I think that's it, man. I don't know. Just make sure you stay safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Take care of each other. Um, shout out to my sister, Patricia. Love you. Um, she's like I said, she's a nurse, so definitely want to shout out those workers out there that's keeping us safe. Um, yes, definitely be safe and appreciate her going out there every day. Yeah, definitely appreciate her. Um, and that's really it. Y'all be safe, take care of yourselves and each other, take care of your families. And anyone, if you don't believe this is true, fine, but 
the least respect it for your families. Do what you want to do with you, but take care of your family. And the words of the Scarface movie was Godfather, a man isn't a man who can't take care of his family. Real shit, Godfather. You know? So please take care of your family, man. Do what you gotta do to take care of your family. And um anything else we got here? Mm, nope. Just make sure you forward me the call next time. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'm directing it right to you. <laughs> so, Force G or Scan. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't said it a couple of shows, but I said it now. I haven't said it in a while, right? No, you haven't said it since, since the satellite has been crispy for everybody. So I said, um, you may, or as always, as always, you may agree with what we said. Uh huh. You may not agree with what we said. Okay. One thing you can't agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we we'll catch you on the internet. Chill.